0: Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, Japanese treacherous spies, mischievous angelic cherubs, a horrible family secret hidden in the basement covered in bricks, secret identity princesses, a family tree with no forks in it, and having the heart of a
1: boy in the body of a girl. Listener discretion is...
0: is absolutely not best.
1: Why do we need to keep telling you this? You freaking sickos! Pay attention when we're talking! <laughs> and we're back for another fun-filled episode of the
0: Spark and Manga View, the podcast where we tell you information about different types of manga, from Gekiga to Shonen to Shonenai to Josie to even Senin. We tell you how their art style is, what the plot of the story is, the translation notes, and if it's worth reading. You don't have to agree with anything we said, but I've heard we're a little interesting. And you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com, which also has our other podcasts, including the Spyrokin Movie Review.
1: And the Spyrokin Video Game Review. Where we talk
0: about lots of interesting things, and my co-host Timbo here is getting ready for Mass Effect 3.
1: Yes! And you will have a, a full review and report. Yes, very unfortunately. Sh- very soon.
0: And I will not be playing it, unfortunately, because I still haven't been Mass Effect <laughs> 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get for choosing the Vanguard instead of a Biotic. Hey guys, it's Zan, and I'm sorry to interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast, but due to a small error on my part, part of this podcast actually was lost to the ether, and it's just pretty much me and Timbo talking about Mass Effect 1 and 2, and also Timbo's reaction to the great song, Fuck Me, Bradbury. Uh, Perhaps we'll go back and do it again in the future, but still... His reaction was hysterical. It's a shame that we lost it because, well, it's a song about a girl who wants to fuck Ray Bradbury. Um, Definitely check it out. I'll put the YouTube link up still, but it's a shame that we lost it. So now let's pick up on Timbo's reaction to Manga Next and him missing the Berserk panel. So here it is, and sorry for the inconvenience, guys. I'll make up it to you next time. Bye panel at Manga Next and he says so I picked up Berserk and read volume 1 I'm in love thanks for the suggestion
1: <laughs>
0: getting everyone one step closer to worshipping the god hand <laughs> and soon everyone will be branded and then and then our ascension will be complete <laughs> yes <laughs> unfortunately for those who didn't show up at the panel we may do a podcast where actually we just talk about it Oh, we were going to originally talk about the panel, because we had so many good points, and unfortunately, a was skipped over because, well, you weren't able to show up for that.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they they put it Friday night, which is pretty much impossible for me to come to. But I was there on Saturday, and we did the the game show and and the Apocalypse panel.
0: Yes, and there were so many good things to put with the brand. Also, three people I saw had the brand, but they Ah. don't have it in good places. One guy had it in his wrist.
1: Eh. I have it on my shoulder, because... I was going to get it on my neck, but I can't really do that considering the job I have. So I had to kind of get it a little bit down lower so my shirt hides it.
0: But the thing that works is the brand is supposed to be in different random areas. Yeah. I mean, didn't... Yeah. Um, well, Casca
1: had it on her boob.
0: Yeah, but didn't... um, Corcus have it on his...
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't well, remember. <laughs> well, he did, well, he, did,
0: he was the only person I was not sad to see him die.
1: Yeah, he was kind of a douche.
0: I just felt bad about um Guts' lieutenant uh, Gato, he's like, Gato, no, and he gets split in half. Yeah. yeah. And Pippin's just, he, what was it, they, 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 they puppeted him? Oh. Yeah, they puppeted him, then he was split open. Yeah.
1: Like, no. Yeah, it's like, and he was the coolest guy too.
0: He didn't talk, he didn't do anything, yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody got kind of fucking obliterated, except for the kid, Ricketts. And, and I love that, that and, later um,
0: on, that uh, when they see Griffith again, they actually, are like, hey, you want to join us? And he's Actually thinking about it, like <laughs> did it? Guts and Kask say this guy killed all your friends.
1: Hey, come, come, join us again. What? <laughs> and what has Rickett done? He just kind of—he just kind of—he became—he kind of became uh, like the babysitter for the, the girl, the, also, the the blacksmith's granddaughter. And
0: they kind of had a thing going on. Yeah. Or was it? They the, kind
1: of—they kind of left that. They haven't really gone back to that at all. Yeah. And
0: also, isn't um. Isn't uh, Ishidro in love with the girl who's part of the the, the new band of the Hawk? Uh, the one girl who's like best friends with the Wolf guy.
1: Oh, I don't know. You you might be ahead of me
0: then. No, that's back. That's before. That's during the the invasion of the whatever the hell they're called army.
1: Oh yeah. The something
0: know. empire. The, Kashurn, the Kashan empire. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. The I, Kash- I think I think he's he, I think he's kind of into the witch girl right now. Of, Shirky, or even, Or, I don't know. There's Or the or the fish of, girl. Yeah, the fish girl. The fish girl. <laughs> Gross. Uh, well, she's, she's, a mer- they admit
0: she's a mermaid now. You yeah. know she's a mermaid, so that's well. not bad.
1: You, you I'm it. behind because I'm purchasing them legally, sir.
0: I still purchase them. I just <laughs> don't want to wait. I'll buy them after I read them. And then I'll read the translation and be like, okay, I like the way this goes. <laughs> it looks better. So much better. Even though that they're caught up now, she so has to wait years... It's better than things like High School of the Dead, which they completely just stopped. I'm like,
1: you... Why would you end it there? Why?
0: (laughs) But we digress. Okay. The other email, because I don't want to go over that other one again, is simply this. Is, went to your post-pocalypse panel, you guys suck. Well, I'm assuming this guy is the guy that bailed halfway through our panel because a bunch of people did walk out in the beginning because we took too long. And I admit that I did start off a little bit with too much information I should have put more images up. But unfortunately we were... Having to be hurried because Felipe Smith took a little bit longer,
1: and we didn't want to, we didn't want to rush him because you know he's actually like yeah. a star. And <laughs> I just
0: realized that the kid who put, gave Felipe Smith the the cues is the guy who emailed us. Mm. So it's like, well, yeah, oh well.
1: So I mean, you know, probably this person left early on and missed out on on all the important stuff. But people who stuck around actually seemed to enjoy it. Once we got into yeah. it, they all gave us. Uh, you know, an applause at the end, and uh, they
0: enjoyed, it. And, and they people, hung out. So yeah, people came up, and we had some interesting conversations with one guy who kept following us around every single panel. <laughs> yeah, and he and was yelling at his daughter like, "Say, <laughs> answer it, answer it!" And the game and I was like, "Okay, dude." Yeah, the game
1: show panel was ridiculous. I can't believe how how successful that was. Yeah, the turnout was. We the game we game were trying to give out like raffle tickets to get people to play, and nobody wanted them. And then all of a sudden, we we go to the panel, and then, like, there's, like, a hundred people in there, and everybody wants to play. And we're like, where the hell were you when we were trying to hand out tickets before to save time?
0: Yes, but we we did pretty good with that. The only thing was, I think, the only thing I would have changed was, one, no more ties, and also, we don't let them keep answering. Once they do the one answer, that's it. They're done.
1: Yeah.
0: But then we give it out to the audience. Yeah. Cause that was fun The voice participation yeah. Was fun Cause a lot of them That to... One guy he was Trying to figure out What was the move I was like <laughs> It's the hundred crack fist No it's the sword Like you don't know Who Kenshiro is <laughs> Really <laughs> Right just be like Yip. Just slap <laughs> How dare you not know Who Kenshiro is <laughs> Or who Heart is Or who Shin is Or Rao <laughs> You are not a man sir <laughs> You are not a man Read some Some true shonen series Yes Like Fist of the North Star Where the fist to the face Or O, with a fist to the face. (laughs) With a fist to the face. (laughs) Or Grappler Baki, which I wasn't a fan of, but the fact is, still, he put fists to the face. (laughs) The anime's awesome. The the manga, I just felt he looks too feminine. He looks like he actually has boobs. He he looks like he's got, like, the the (laughs) Keith Richards, like, the... (laughs) But, um, so, you have an email?
1: Yes, I have an email. Um, and this goes back a little ways, because I haven't been around for a while, um this is from Varenzia Altori which we think is is a potential Assassin's Creed uh player alter ego and this is about our Ratman podcast and says no 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 yeah that's actually that's actually the subject line ratman no 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 so uh uh it says just heard the latest podcast a little late but still good lol so i just heard your ratman review and you have a point Tokyo Pop should have released volume 5 before they went under yes they should have um, I bought the first three books at Walmart for 12 apiece, and they were really awesome. The Joggies were really funny, as they spied on Ratman. Anyway, can't wait for the Princess Knight review. Wish granted. Um, and, uh, also could you please review Hide and Closer? Uh, it's a good book, and awesome, with a, with a bear and the chainsaw. And also, please, please read this on air. Thank you. Yes, we read it on air. You're welcome.
0: And also, we've talked about Hide and Closer, and. Yeah the insane manga challenge and we're yes. actually doing two other insane manga challenges we're doing the insane manga challenge returns and the insane manga challenge adult edition and notice it's not <laughs> porn
1: <laughs> not okay.
0: well what are the let's see before we get into anything else let's read some of these interesting categories that i've come up with over time i've come up with such categories as well for the regular panel uh where did i put it oh that food email i sent you Okay, so anyway, the first one is Baka, I only beat you because I love you, which is all about abusive girlfriends in manga. <laughs> Let's see now, we have uh, Kane, we have Naru, <laughs> who else do we
1: have? Um,
0: would you say Pi is abusive? Uh, in the right yeah, there, I'd uh, say
1: so. She's more of a from The chick that uh, chops her boyfriend up and stuff, what Was that, what's her, that chick? Oh, Doku chan definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you we know, have a bunch of people Well, okay, the next one is biz- JoJo's Bizarre Trivia. That was actually the most popular topic we had. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: We had so much fun. Which of these did not happen?
1: <laughs> Remember, it's the one that sounds the least crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the
0: one which sounded the most crazy, which was the answer, which was <laughs> weird. Okay. Minion support group about different minions for villains. <laughs> of course, Team Rocket may be an answer. Actually, Perhaps. should we do Team Rocket or should we do something Well, else?
1: are they the minions? They're minions. Are they the minions of Meow? Yes. (laughs) Is he really the leader?
0: (laughs) Perhaps. Then we have Osamu Tezuka. Who? Yes. Because no one knew. I was surprised. No one knew who who Osamu Tezuka was. I really was just like, really. Yeah. Well, you
1: know. Once, once I think once they heard Astro Boy, then they were like, oh. And then then...
0: I just know now. I have to put images of the characters up.
1: Yeah. So that they know who he
0: is. The art
1: style. The art style. I think. I think for a lot of people if they see the art style they'll be like oh oh and they'll just yeah. it'll like pop in there at, yeah. yeah
0: shonen series not named naruto <laughs> unfortunately that takes in a lot of categories so we'll do more modern stuff yeah i mean what else is there i mean we got um, let's see what our shonen, shonen- uh, new shonen series I mean, besides dead man wonderland you have one piece bleach uh, naruto well naruto we didn't say
1: yeah so, uh, dragon ball Pandora
0: door um Most of the stuff out by this. Shows that will
1: never end,
0: (laughs) or if they end, they they will will go on forever, Um, hundreds and hundreds of years. In the name of the manga, I'll punish. It was another popular panel. The uh, question because that was all magical girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, The pen is mightier. Actually, you saw that lady walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Lady walked out. We put the pen is mightier. I'm like, really? (laughs) There's nothing offensive about the pen (laughs) is mightier. (laughs) Just the pen is mightier.
1: It's mightier than. And it was
0: about literary novels. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. The one guy yeah. got it, he's like, ha ha.
1: <laughs>
0: and then Giant Robots Overcompensate. Ha. <laughs> I think we should change that title. But then we have the. Insane... Piston
1: Punch. Yes. Then we have the... <laughs> I need to use my Piston Punch. <laughs> yep, yeah, that worked out. I need to use a Piston Punch.
0: Then we have the other one, the Insane Manga Challenge adult categories, which we have, which include the penis, my dear. <laughs> no, it's not the penis, my It's the penis, my dear. Things like Haname Bazooka, where the main character has a his one finger looks like a penis, and when he shoots it, girls have orgasms. He was the first orgasmo. <laughs> Things like potent portables, which was a category we were gonna release, but the thing is, it was a little too hot, hobnobby, I think.
1: Yeah, because be- it's about alcohol. Yeah, so it's kind of more of an adult category. Yep,
0: I can bounce a quarter off that.
1: <laughs> I wonder what that's about. <laughs> mm,
0: what do you think?
1: <laughs> Ass manga. Yes, or or
0: anything by uh, <laughs> the guy who made Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, <laughs> because all of his characters you could just yeah. bounce a quarter. Yeah, it's all like or the, the
1: or the guy who made um uh, God, what's his name? Uh, the guy with the gun in his arm. Cobra. Yes, Cobra.
0: The guy who made the Space Adventure Cobra. Yes,
1: but they all—they all have big asses.
0: True. He's an ass man. We still have not even gotten to Cobra yet. Yeah. Someone said we should do Cobra, and I'm like, I don't know if they want to do that because we have to go all the way back and look for the old time. That's comics. if you can even
1: find it. Like we, I, I, I read it at Anime Next last time when we went into the the manga library, and I only read it. I only read it for a little while.
0: Like you also read Goku Midnight, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the girl. Yeah. with the, Vroom, vroom vroom. Okay, so what about ultraviolet gore? I think I should change that to head Explodey.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah or or the average the, the, the <laughs> average response to someone in uh, Anyway, so the next one is why guts is a universe's bitch. <laughs> All questions about bu- Guts and <laughs> <in> berserk. <laughs> yeah. Why guts is universe bitch question one. <laughs> and then the last one is fluffy kitties. Alright. <laughs> it's about we shall see it's about <laughs> cheese sweet home. Because that's a shonen manga. That's a seinen manga. Yes. That's designed for adults. And it's about a cute kitty who's lost.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like fucking Garfield.
1: <laughs> crazy shit. It's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy.
0: But we digress greatly. Should we do a Kazuo topic? <laughs> that's all about rape. <laughs> rape and feudal Japan. Not porn.
1: <laughs> Not porn.
0: not porn no well I don't know I mean look at the first volume of uh well it's on here I can't take out Pat the Assassins because it's propping up my mic because I'm too cheap for a mic stand <laughs> but that one opens up with a rape in 12 pages yeah And uh Crying Freeman that's 15 pages no 30 pages and there's a rape no I rape it's consensual
1: well yeah there's consensual sex in that there's a lot of pages of that
0: but there's also a guy who rapes a girl and breaks off her limbs and just live off rats well, that's Kaiso Koike for you. Yeah. Like Mad Bull 34. Or like,
1: or like, or like episode, the, the anime series of Crying Freeman. There's like the big giant dude and mm. he rapes the black chick and then that's he breaks, the, it, that's and the then the he breaks her about. back. He that's, breaks her back. That's, he sh- that's what I'm talking he, about. He shatters her back.
0: And he leaves her in the sewer <laughs> and she has to survive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, in the anime, he actually, he like, he he like, smashes her back and then he just dumps her off a cliff. Yeah, that's what happens. Whee! He, just, she- he just goes, Whee! Like, right off his dick. Like, ha! are quirky.
0: You've read Madbull? No, I have not. Read a, Mad, you have to read it. It's about a cop who's a pimp. Ha!
1: <laughs>
0: yes. 34. Most of the time, he uses Explosive things There's one point where he's like, okay, Diceboro. His, 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 his partner, Diceboro, is sh- Eddie Diceboro, is a short guy. Yeah. He's like, Diceboro. I need you to reach in my pants and get a grenade out. <laughs> and you see, he's got grenades <laughs> held up, a grenade jockstrap held up by his fucking pubes. He's <laughs> like, well, are like, uh, Sleepy, his nickname is Sleepy, Sleepy, why, do, why, do, why don't why you just get a belt or a bag? He's <laughs> like, Dysabro, I'm a masochist. <laughs> well, he doesn't say it, that, but that's what you're thinking he's going to say. He's like, Dysabro, I'm a masochist, pull the grenades <laughs> out. Oh, uh, oh God. Uh, Well, there is some news out, but nothing really big. The only big thing is that Dan the Barbarian is ending, and Dan the Barbarian is just really oh boohoo. He looks really bad. And... He's
1: naked. He's naked on the cover. You can s- almost see his junk. And doesn't it's that dog by grass. in the
0: back look like that dog from? He looks like Chewbacca.
1: Hanna... Like Chewbacca. I mean, he He's looks... that Hanna <laughs>
0: Barbera character. The one who's was... oh. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly um, <laughs> uh, Whiplash's dog. Yeah. Um,
1: no, no, no. He was the one that had the the, the, the the hat on. No, you're thinking of the one that he he'd always have to put it. Is like he'd have to pick his hair up to see with his with yep. his hand. Yeah. Yeah. No. He look, but he looks like he looks like cartoon Chewbacca.
0: Yes, and I can see why it only lasted a year. Well, yeah, it looks
1: just... retarded. All right, anyway. We learned to So
0: let's. So, speaking of which, let's get into that part of what we're talking about. We're talking about the reviews for this episode.
1: Because it's
0: been a while since you reviewed, so you're going first. People are actually yes. waiting for yours.
1: Yes. And we had a request for mine.
0: Yep. So, we, way back when, we spun that one that only...
1: That wheel of manga. And I got Princess Knight, which is... Osamu Tezuka. Oh. It's an early friggin' one. Yeah, it's from way back in the 50s. Um, Yeah. January to January, and 1953 to 1956.
0: There's like six remakes of the thing, including a musical and an anime.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's pretty well known, I think. Um, just over, and uh, originally, you know, it was uh, published by Kodansha, and it's currently now in 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 English, uh, released by Vertical Inc. And translated
0: by our friend Ed.
1: Yes. Haha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the fact that we're on like first name basis with the vice yeah. president of a yeah. publishing company is actually pretty interesting.
1: Well, Ed just has your credit card number on on file now at this point because you just you just throw all your money away. You're like you're like oh more ant- mangas, Bu- <laughs> give me some. Sadly, he's the only person I will buy from really. I mean, Viz, what do they got? I mean, yeah, I don't know. well, some... there's not there's not many companies left. So well,
0: Tokyo apparently still exists in Germany. What? Yeah, they, they they the German company still... Oh, Scheiza a uh, oh. So you used still get Lupin the Third, which I actually bought a bunch of. That's cool. Yes, I gotta go over Lupin the Third, but they're all red red jacket. They're not green jacket or pink jacket. Uh, For the, we'll get into that. The whole differences between the colors. Red
1: jacket's like more adult version of Lupin, right? Yes, and yes.
0: green jacket's the one who's more family-friendly, and the purple ones with aliens and magical mystical <laughs> shit. <shape.
1: laughs> <laughs> all right, again, we digress. Yes. Um so uh Princess Knight is uh it's a shoujo um but it's I think it's appropriate for for all demographics. I don't I don't think it's it's it, it it should be just pigeonholed to Yeah, and the twist ending is just makes it really bad. Yeah. I mean, I I I only read uh, about halfway through the first volume that's that's released by Vertical. Um but it's
0: a nice chunk I mean Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a,
1: a yeah, they're, they're thick, they're big. Um, so they're definitely worth it. I think it I think there's currently three volumes out or two volumes out. Mm, that's um, it. and that's it. So but I think there's a, a, a full three volumes all, all together. No, it's just know. the two volumes. Oh, that's just it. the two. Alright. So anyway, I digress. Um so the, the story starts out, we're in heaven and, and God is making souls and people and making things, and there's this little cherub dude named Tink, who's also called Choppy. Or Ching or chinky do not I d I don't I don't feel comfortable calling him Chinky, but uh <laughs> and he kinda kinda mischievous and he causes so, a mishap mm-hmm. which basically the the heart of a boy gets put into the body of a girl. Yes. Good. And so this, this person gets born as a girl, but is actually supposed to be a boy. And uh and Tink has to go down and, and try to fix things. So he has to, he actually goes to Earth and and has to try to fix it. Um, but, unfortunately, for this person that gets born, she's actually the the daughter of a king and a queen. And they needed to have a son in order to keep the, the family bloodline in control of the kingdom. Otherwise, bleh, what's his name? What's his name? Duke Durlemon, who is, like, their, like, he's like a brother or a Cousin, or something of the parents, his son gets to take over control of the kingdom. If they, if they don't have a son, and his son is a moron, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. So, and his his son's name is Plastic, which is just weird. And he has a big and he has a big penis nose. Just just, but that's
0: I, common with most. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he's
1: just like he's an evil penis nose guy. So, the princess Princess Sapphire has to basically pretend she's a boy for yeah, yeah. entire life.
0: Yeah, they first say, instead of saying it's a... Because what happens is that the Chancellor has a stutter. They can't, No one can yeah. understand what the hell he's saying. So he comes and he's like, they, uh, um, the child is born, the child is born, and they think, oh, the prince is born. He says, yeah. the prince is born. <laughs> and he <laughs> means princess, but everyone hears prince. Yeah. So what happens is they say, okay, we'll just pretend he's a boy and let no one check him out. Yeah. And...
1: So... So, there's only a few people that know, you know, the king, the queen, the doctor, the nurse. There's only a few people that actually know that Sapphire is a girl. Um, and... Duke Durlemon has this inkling or, or this belief that Sapphire is a girl. And he wants to desperately expose her. So he uses plastic, his son, to try to... Um basically out her they come up with all these little schemes to try to get which uh, for the while don't work which so the story kind of revolves around that in the beginning and it's weird because you think it's going to become like one of those like wash rinse repeat type things where it's just going to keep being like every chapter is going to be the same thing oh we're going to come up with some scheme to to out sapphire but then it actually she actually does get out it like it like in the first volume and you're like what what wait what and she gets thrown in prison and she has to escape and she goes and lives with with the the, the deer in the in in the forest she goes and, and her entire um,
0: family gets essentially murdered over yeah. this
1: so that's basically as far as i got there's also a prince from another country that she falls in love with but he hates her as the prince because he thinks that she killed his father although she didn't but but he's in love with her as the princess because he sees her as a princess, in, or, or you know as a female in mm-hmm. at this at this fair.
0: Yeah. She puts on a, a wig because she has a secret area where she has dresses and things. Yeah. Where no one knows about, and that's where you kind of get the idea. Yeah. And...
1: So he's like in love with her, but but the female version of her, and he hates the the male version of her because he thinks that he killed her his father. So there's there, so there's that. So that's pretty much as far as I got. I would continue reading it definitely because it's 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 definitely a good series. Um, the artwork is is classic Tezuka like it's it. The minute you look at it, you can tell it's like it looks like same type of art style as, as any of his other you know uh, mangas. The storyline it starts out kind of like it seems juvenile at first, but there's like a there's a much more um what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's Broad? much more it's much more mature. And and there's a lot more to the story than than what is originally apparent. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So like it is it's it's acceptable for pretty much all ages. I think for for the most part, you know, most yeah. ages. And and I think all demographics would get into it. It's 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 definitely a good read.
0: Yeah, and it's a nice size volume. It's not one of these 100 page books. It's a thick book. There's actually, like I said, two of yeah. them. And the ending is one of the, the only thing is the ending. Like most of Tezuka stuff is twisted.
1: It's got a <laughs> twisted
0: ending, and you're yeah. like. Like, um, Laura from Anime Diet was like, when we went there, she was cursing out, like, like, that edging was, what the fuck? Like,
1: okay. Um, it's, it's definitely a good, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I want to read more Tezuka Mm. stuff now. So what, from Uh, our five-point rating, what would you give it? Um, that's tough. (laughs) I would probably give it a borrow from a Friend, Don't Return it, Unless Asked. It's good. It makes me want to read some other Tezuka stuff. I don't know if it was... It was completely up my alley, per se. But I'm trying. I was trying to review it on a on a personal, uh, you know, on a on a objective level as opposed to a subjective level. Like, you know, it, it's not exactly my style of what I like to read. However, it was good, and I can see the yep. aesthetic value of it, and and I think it is a good manga to Do read. Do you think
0: Mysterious A would like it?
1: Um, perhaps maybe
0: that's where it disappeared to. Maybe she's reading it. <laughs> no, like
1: I, I doubt it. <laughs> you never know. You
0: never know. Oh, mysterious A for those who don't know is the soon-to-be bride of Timbo. Yes, congratulations, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Timbo, Mrs. Timbo Spyrkin. Because all of us apparently have the same last name on the <laughs> website. Mrs.
1: Mrs. Timbo Spyrkin. Yes, we're some. Yes, we like a weird, strange. <laughs> but, well, but that's really good. It sounded like
0: you did enjoy it, even though some stuff was just kind of out there. Un-
1: unfortunately, I I I, uh, I misplaced it. It's it's in my house somewhere. I have to find it. So I didn't actually get a chance to finish the volume. So. Oh, well, if you have a chance to finish is, it, tell it me is, what you think. Yeah, it's a little long-winded. Like there's a lot of talking in it and and stuff. Cause it's you got to remember it's also from the 50s. So they have to they feel like they have to spell everything out for you. It's like it's like the old like comics. Like oh my god, I have to do this because this and this is this and this is this. And if you're into that, that's cool. You know. Yeah. but overall. Definitely worth it. Yes. That's cool
0: that's really good and especially because the series is just I enjoyed it when I checked it out but I'm glad mm-hmm. uh, so let's get into mine but first let me tell you because some of you were wondering wait who's Osamu Tezuka <laughs> some of you don't know who he is and we've talked about him several times we've covered Blackjack we've covered Astro Boy I think we covered uh, what else did we cover by him no we did something else by him I just don't remember what though as you know. <laughs> no, Skullman wasn't him Skullman was by Shotaro Sh- um no that was it it looks like this is Astro Boy and we covered Blackjack and this is our our lit. I know there's another one I know there is but I can't (laughs) find it oh damn it oh well but anyway so we covered a couple of his things on here and he's because they're the godfather of manga what he's done is generally he stole the stole not stole he incorporated the design from Disney the big eyes small mouth yeah and he created this style which everyone's adapted but also more importantly that he worked insane amount of hours. Yeah. He was publishing like twelve volumes at the same time. Yeah. And the reason why all those releases come out, like where you had the insane schedule, like he worked twenty four hours a day, is because he was his workload. Yeah. Most people think he's either a fucking robot or he was an alien or there's something else going on with him, <laughs> but he was really talented. But most of the stuff wasn't just about kids. There's other stuff going on. And, yeah. he, and he was also, like I said, in the That's blackjack. Kinda yeah. what I'm
1: saying about the like yeah. it looks it looks childish and the story seems childish at first. But there's there's more to it than what is yeah. than what you first see. There's 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 actual depth,
0: and this he also was a medical doctor. He got his degree, he was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Fuck up being a doctor! I want to be a, <laughs> a mangaka. And it's, it it influences a lot of series. He just saw some things that were very visceral, yeah. and some of the series touch on very disturbing stuff. Yeah, and that's actually where we're going to this point now. If you remember from any of our earlier episodes, we've talked about incest a couple of times. <laughs> our first one was Angel Sanctuary, and the other one was Koikaze. And those were more... Like, Koikaze was kind of lighthearted, even though it was kind of, like, you know, their brother-sister, but they didn't know at first. <laughs> and then Angel Sanctuary, where their brother-sister, but the fact is they're actually reincarnated to fall in love over and over again, it was just the rotten luck that they got to the reincarnate sister <laughs> This one is fairly dark. And this is all yes. one volume. This is a... It's about... How thick did you say this is? About three inches? Uh,
1: yeah, it's pretty big. About two and a half. And it's
0: hardcover. Yes.
1: Which is, which is very interesting and to see a hardcover it's, manga. It's a flesh-colored
0: manga, and on the back you see what looks you like... Say,
1: you see dangling feet, so you assume somebody's hanging themselves. And on the front you see a naked girl. Yeah. Ooh. Who's, who's, who's strategically covering up her naughty bits. And she looks like,
0: a little like Sapphire.
1: <laughs> sort of, yes. Different hairstyle, but same yes, eyes.
0: And I'm reviewing a manga from 1972 to 1973, and it was released over here by Vertical Ink, again by Ed, and there's supposedly a better version of this they had, with a nice, like, a, a, a skin colored thing, but they never did this. And this is a drama series called Ayako. It's a Senen series, like I said, it came out in 72, the three volumes were released over here in one volume, and this series is a little bit hard to get into, but there's actually a foreword, which I'm going to read. Okay. Alright, it says, Opening a few years after the end of World War II and covering almost a quarter century, Osamu Tezuka's most direct and substantial critique of Japan's fate in the aftermath of total defeat is this manga. Unusually devoid of cartoon premises, yet shot through with dark, voyeuristic humor, Ayako looms as a pinnacle of naturalist literature in Japan with few peers, even in prose. The striking heroine and potential embody of things left unseen following the war. I'm just reading that first part because that's just setting up the thing. This is... Mm -hmm. Uh, criticism about what happened during the war. This mm-hmm. takes place in 1949. Now this is after, after D-Day, after the atomic bomb yep. happened.
1: World War II is over at this point. Yes,
0: and we're occupying Japan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what happens is that there's a guy coming home, Jiro Tengi. And he is a guy who came home, he's missing an eye, eye patch, and he was the son of this the Tengi family who owned a bunch of land. They were rich, they had all this, this wealth, all this power. He comes home and he survived the war. Now what would that mean if you survive the war, you go home to your natural country and you're an enemy. That's weird. That's <laughs> odd because generally they would have killed you. Yes. So obviously you can guess he's a turncoat. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that in Japan, it was about you live for the emperor, you die for the emperor. Yeah. You don't come home. If yeah. you don't die, you just fake your death and you don't come home. Yeah. And what happens is him coming home is a really big problem. Mm-hmm. And he comes home and everyone's like, what the hell's going on? And it's like, you're home and. They're kind of shamed by the fact that he came home and he survived. I mean, they don't realize that he's a turncoat, but they know something is wrong. And he comes home to his family, and he's brought home, and he meets his mother and this little girl named Aiko. He's like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's your sister, Aiko. Oh, Mom, I didn't know you were old enough to have kids. And Mom just kind of smiles a little bit and looks away. (laughs) Yeah, something is wrong there. (laughs) He goes home, and he sees his family. What happened is that the country ended up divvying up the land that they own so they're no longer wealthy landowners they only own yeah. the house and a little bit further and everything else has been divvied up by the government because they're giving it to the poor people and it's a very you know shame that they're losing all this and his older brother ichiro is just pissed off about his inheritance about his losing off his inheritance and then his younger brother shiro is just kind of whatever and then his older sister is just kind of like she's depressed by the whole situation and then you have Jiro's wife, who's just kind of there, and surprisingly, Ayako calls her sister. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more than that.
1: Oh, should I, do you think I should spoil it right then, then? Yeah, you might as well go with okay, it. Okay, so... We, we already know what the title of the episode is, so... Yeah, so Jiro,
0: so Jiro <laughs> has been wondering, what is the deal with this little girl who's in his family now? Also, there's the fact that he has to work for the government. Mm-hmm. They want him to be a spy and do a bunch of stuff, and he's got to leave occasionally. Mm-hmm. But... The the problem is that he's trying to figure out what's going on with his sister and, you know, his sister-in-law and who this little girl is. And he discovers the horrible truth. His father is essentially told his older brother, Shiro, that I'll put you in my will if I get to have a turn with your wife. One time. And what happened was, one time became a lot. Yeah. And that became, it just became an ongoing thing. And obviously, as you can guess, Ayako is his father's daughter, but it's his half-sister, and right. also the thing is, Aiko is his father's uh, the apple of his eye. He loves her so much, treats her well. His son, he just says, you can live here, but you're getting nothing. And mm-hmm. the oldest brother is just kind of miserly about this, like, what, what the hell? Why do I get this? And he sees this girl as an abomination, as a shame. Mm-hmm. But over time, Jiro is trying to figure out what's going on in life, what to do, and he ends up in a little assignment where he's gotta kill someone. They said, mm-hmm. look, we need you to assassinate someone so he knows too much. Yeah. And he assassinates somebody, gets home, and Aiko notices the blood on his collar. He says, oh, it was a chicken, who was nothing much. And his younger brother, Shiro, who's like all saggy, he's all about justice and everything, and he yeah. does all this things which actually piss off his older brother, because he's like, oh, well, you know, there should be more about justice and good things should be happening. Mm-hmm. And he pretends to put him on trial, and it's his, his brother's like the good of everything. Mm-hmm. But what happens is it comes out that, oh god, he murdered someone. And there kind of was a witness. Mm-hmm. Who's the witness? Aiko! And so the family doesn't want the shame to get out. Like, oh God, if, they, if the police come home and they and they find this out, they'll find it in are world and get screwed. Yeah. And it's going to bring more shame about this family. So what is the logical thing they do? Well, they say she has pneumonia and she died. And then they proceed to take her to the basement. They <laughs> seal up all the holes and they have her live in the basement while saying she died. They, de- they don't tell her father this. They tell her father, that, oh, she got sick. Yeah, and her father's devastated by this but he's, mm-hmm. he says he left everything to his daughter
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's kind of the owner knows what's going on and the family's just giving up Jiro was so humiliated by this he ran away he left and he's slowly squirreling away money for his sister mm-hmm. and the mother the only person protecting him dies she takes her own life because she can't deal with this anymore mm-hmm. she dies um, Jiro's actual mother the grandmother of Ayako, was just devastated by the, the situation but she yeah. still goes on, still there for her husband even though her f- husband's transgressions happen and eventually this leads into this whole huge issue because Ayako grows up living in the basement and as she grows up, things start to change questions start popping in her mind how come she can't leave and she wants affection from other people but she can't really do anything and yeah. after her mother dies who's going to take care of her? Well, her older brother does, Shiro. Shira yeah. Shows up and eventually, well, she wants to find out more about herself.
1: <laughs> and she ends
0: up seducing her brother. They end up hooking up. <laughs> and things go even more crazy. And she ends up escaping. Mm-hmm. But now she's become agoraphobic severely. Yeah. She's been down in a, a basement. Mm-hmm. But it leads to more going on. She ends up like living in a box. She's adopted by this rich guy, this businessman, who's missing an eye, who treats her really well, and like he's mm-hmm. sort of in love with her, but he treats her like a good little sister. Mm-hmm. And we, we can guess it's... Eh. And from here, things get even more just out of control. People find out that the murder happened. Is Ayako dead? Is she still alive? And it just ends to this point, which is almost a Saw-like situation where all of them are sealed in a cave <laughs> with her new boyfriend and all this stuff. And ironically, the reason why... She survives as she's used to tight places. <laughs> um, as the series goes, this is shocking. It's shocking, it's crazy, it's dark as all hell. But, first off, it's actually left to right. It's not right to left, it's left to right. It was released in Left to Right and they actually released it. It's the French version. Mm-hmm. And the series is just... The, the story's a very compelling story. Because it's the triumph of this girl who... Her life got screwed to begin with because her family was greedy. And she did not want any of it. Yeah, When her elder brother who I spoiled take care of her he gave her all this money he squirreled away from her, her which was like millions and you know what she wanted to do with it she just wanted to dress a little dress and nothing else and live in her box she'd yeah. hide in her box she has a huge box that she'd hide in and then when she finds a boyfriend she kind of creeps out a little bit but she'd always at night go back to her box because it's safe there the box is safe Yeah. and her family just is all crazy about what they want because the oldest brother he just wants his money he doesn't give a crap about the, the person who is his wife's daughter who he hates his wife is dead doesn't care about her his mother is shamed by the fact oh my family's fallen so far the other brother is you know he's a spy who the government wants to kill and he wants revenge on things because his government sold him out becomes part of the Yakuza if I remember correctly then the youngest brother just he wants things to go well but he ends up kind of falling in love with his sister and there's that whole issue of I want her to be mine but I can't because it's not right and he's going to kill himself he's not he's, the series is just it's a <laughs> tragic story that's done so well. Yeah, it's a compelling story. It's long. I mean, there are some long-winded parts, but it's a great story. And the art design is really descriptive of what's going on. Yeah, like you could feel the paranoia that the older brother has that someone's going to come and get them. You feel that the whole isolation that Ayako feels when she's alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scene when she gets together with her brother Sh- Shiro is kind of just—it's artistic, but it's disturbing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some scenes which are truly voyeuristic, where you're like. I really should not be looking at this but you're compelled to look on
1: yeah and the, the art style it, comparatively to to Princess Knight you can still tell it's Tezuka but it's 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 much more mature looking it's not so cartoony at this point yeah
0: and he evolved further at this point because this yeah. is a mature story this is it's like, like
1: 20 years later after Princess Knight so this is that you can see the um the evolution of his of his style in it you can see like how it's how it's you know it's progressed all yeah. the time.
0: And the series is really just it's a good series for any adult, to read It's a good page turner cuz you wonder what's going to go on and where is it going to go from here? And cuz everything is just like you're wondering what is going to happen at the end because this is an ensemble cast where everyone is compelling. You want to know what happens to all of them. I mean, you want to get see revenge against the father because he's such a douchebag,
1: <laughs> you know? I
0: mean, Sakuman is the the, the family patriarch, the one who's Aiko's father is a jerk Yeah. you want to see him die but you feel bad because he like he's the only thing protecting Aiko mm-hmm. because he's a horrible father but he's protecting his daughter from Ichiro the oldest son because the oldest son is greedy as anything because he wants all the power everything and everyone respects him he wants all this respect when it's its dying out the yeah. world is changing things are getting different mm-hmm. and it shows all the just reactions during this time of that failing patriotism where you would hide these family secrets just to keep your still in that supposedly true hierarchy which no longer exists because that's all they have left is their family honor Mm -hmm. and the depths that they go to just protect it is shocking and disturbing yeah now this series I'm going to have to you know you you guys know what I'm going to give this but the fact is first off if you're over 18 pick it up it's going to be expensive but I'm not going to lie it's like $27 without tax but
1: it's it's one big standalone volume and it's It is very big. It's big. It's about... For a manga, it's big. I think it's about...
0: 800... No, sorry. 707 pages. Yeah. That's a nice amount. It's three...
1: That's Each page is, like, jam-packed with, like... With, you know, different cells and... And... and, and Dialogue. I mean, it's... It's... It's like a full read. It's like a... It's like a full book. Like, it's like a full real book. From what I can... It is a real book. Yeah. It's, It's... But, I mean, like, it looks like an actual novel. novel yeah
0: yeah and it even has chapters homecoming and all the different mm-hmm. parts are broken up into chapters it's done really well and Vertical Inc. had an amazing job releasing this I'm mm-hmm. glad that Ed got them to release this and Ed if you're listening I don't know if you do but if you're listening thank you for releasing Aiko. do more Tezuko works like this and once Viz Loses their license for Phoenix. If you do Phoenix like this, I will buy every single one. <laughs> even though that series is never finished. <laughs> this is how you should do a manga series. Not, I mean, I love the individuals. I love the fact that Rama 36 Binds. But the shorter series, I think, would be better to yeah. have it as just one big set. You and
1: actually I'll... want it to be more more of a, of a novel type, graphic novel type. And this
0: looks like something I could actually put on my shelf next to Lord of the Rings, next to Tolkien, next to my hero's book. Yeah, it,
1: it looks, it looks like something that you can actually yeah, display.
0: It, yeah, it's a great display copy. It's mm-hmm. not a coffee table book. But it's a good book.
1: And <laughs> hey, I don't think you should put that on your coffee table. <laughs> uh,
0: Freak out, be like, no, it's dirty and wet. But like I said, truly really worth checking out, and it's an excellent read. And I have to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your blood will dry, your brain will freeze, and your soul before to the great Zolmogustar. Blah, ha, 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 ha. it's worth reading. It truly is It's an excellent story. Like I said, the only thing is. You have to think about this from a mature point of view.
1: Yeah.
0: Guys who are under the age of 17, I know that you're like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool because there's naked girls and stuff, <laughs> but it's a very mature content, Which because there's, like I said, suicide in it, political intrigue, actual character development, and character deconstruction. Mm-hmm. It's a very mature book. Yeah. So it's, it's like Blackjack was for me, I think. I mean, at 17, I don't think you'd be ready for this. I think maybe when you're 24, you might be ready for us. you could be mm-hmm. really wrong. Email me, sparking at gmail.com or zansparkin.com with what you think about the series. It is really good, but it's for a more mature reader. If you're
1: thinking you're getting Astro Boy, you're not. <laughs> oh, you are not. <laughs> Let's uh, just leave it at that, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean,
0: this is probably the time. If we're going to Tezuka, this is the second most dark story he has.
1: Mm.
0: I think the most dark is going to be either Moo or Apollo's song, than this this is the best of the three though because Moo is uh, narcissistic and just very strange mm-hmm. and Apollo's song is just literally and that was written for teenage boys to be in love and it's about how love ruins your life so
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: but either way so I guess that's it for this episode of the Spark and Manga Review remember you check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkandmanga.com where we have our review archive and you can also save our other podcasts including the Moo Review the Con Review
1: and the video game review, the all-new video game review.
0: Yes, three episodes in, and we got two more to go. Yeah. And we're up to date. Actually, <laughs> no, we're up to date already. What, what am I saying?
1: I'm going crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we digress. So, oh, crap, I forgot. The most important thing of all. So I guess that part you've all been waiting for, and what are we talking about? We're talking about that one. <laughs> that only.
1: We love.
0: Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? It's a prize wheel with ten slots on. What we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the ten slots. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga, and whatever, number of lines. and that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review. And we have a good news for 150. We've decided, we've picked the artist for 158, the mangaka we're going to be reviewing, and it's the guy who's released J-Manga online. And who are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, Ken Nakamatsu.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, but that's for two episodes from now. Or, yes, yes, two episodes.
1: Two episodes from now.
0: Then we will spin it and we'll see what we're doing. But this one, we're reviewing. We got some great titles on here. We got things like uh, crime manga, cute little kid manga. We have a harem series. We have what is what is this one? Is it just a is it just a political series or is it just ah, uh,
1: it's like war and stuff. I don't know.
0: With the tank who won't die. <laughs>
1: We got we got a nice little, mashup nice, nice little mash up We here. have
0: dancing around and doing drugs while being sacrificed to a devil. Yeah. We have a series which is about young girls who are weird, and you then know we the have a dude that
1: has a leopard head. Yes, some
0: <laughs> crazy other shit. So, well, you want me to spin, or should you? You spin? shall
1: spin first, my yes, friend,
0: because you went. So let me spin that one that only we Let's see you reviewing the next episode. <coughs> Number 10! Oh, God no! So in the <laughs> next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing Translucent, released over here by Dark Horse. And it's a pretty just strange series. It's only three volumes, but it's just out there. It's interesting about disease and other things, being invisible.
1: Invisible! Think, well, I'm invisible! Where
0: <laughs> did you go? That invisible! <laughs> if you know where that's from, you get a Internet cookie, <laughs> and I will shut your name. So send it to the Twitter account under Spyarkin. Send where Invisibo is from.
1: <laughs> All right, and now it is my turn to spin. And I got number four, which is. The world's greatest thief. Lupin the Third.
0: Yes, Lupin the Third. <laughs> but which Lupin the third that's the question, because, unfortunately, I do not have volume one. I have every other volume but volume one. So the question is which Lupin to do. I mean, there's so many. There's volume six, ten, seven, four, and I think I have eleven somewhere. So you have, like, random volumes of it? But it's standalone, so it really works. I mean, And plus, you just need to know the basics about Lupin, which we mm-hmm. all know. It's just, yeah. he's got three assistants. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has two assistants, um, Goemon and... Uh, and... Uh, not di- Dizaburo. Why do I keep saying Dizerboro? Like, Dizaburo, like, <laughs> Dizerboro. <Burrow>, pull up. <laughs> pull off a grenade off of my jockstrap.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like, but sleepy. I don't want so do you. Each
1: story is pretty much
0: standalone. Standalone. I think there's the one with the. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out which Lupin he's going to review. I mean, you could also do Lupin Junior, which I have a PDF for, which is about his son. Because Monkey Punch kicks ass. We'll read Monkey Punch and we'll go over all of the... Actually, we'll just go over Lupin in general and talk about the manga in general. We both could go over that, too. Works out and evens out. And I can go over... Because I'm going to need something after Translucent because it's not a great series. Not a bad series, but it's kind of... Do you need a palette blender? Uh Yeah, I think so. Unless I... Actually, did I read it? No, I didn't. Oh, so you just, you just been kind
1: of, like, finding these here
0: and there? Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a hold of because okay. they no longer make it. It's been discontinued, but... That's for another day on the Spirekin Manga Review where we'll talk about why I haven't gotten it in any order when everything else is in anal retentive order. So, guess that's it for this episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. I'm Kimbo. And I'm your host, Zahn, and we'll catch you next time. Keep yourselves clean, kiddies. Remember, if you check out Iaco, be mature about it.
1: And remember, incest is not good. Yes, incest For is not good. For no, no reason is it good. No Never. reason.
0: <laughs> no reason at all. There is no reason why you should even think of things like that, even though you may have a sister who's kind of. But again, that's another nice story. But <laughs> now, the question is what about the friend? Is that incest if you do your friend's sister? Or your, hu- no. your sister in law? Oh. Uh, nah. Technically, it is. This is, like well,
1: you're not blood related, so. But that's the same thing with first cousins. Well, like then you're well, then you're just you're just you're just cheating on. Yeah. you That's just another. That's, that's just bad for another reason. What yeah, <laughs> if
0: it's your brother, your your siblings' brother-in-law or sister-in-law?
1: Your siblings' sister-in-law. So it's so be your siblings' Wife wife's or brother or, or, or husband's brother or sister. Um, no, I think that's okay. I don't think they can as, really... As long
0: as you get the okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, as that's... long as it doesn't make it awkward for any reason.
0: Yeah, if it doesn't go bad, then you're like... Oh,
1: yeah, that, that's, that's always bad. If, that would be bad if it went bad. Because <laughs> <then> it's just... <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, you can't go any panic functions or whatnot.
1: <laughs> and as
0: for other things, well... Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm your host, and We are gone. We'll catch you next time.